Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs returned to the practice field on Thursday ahead of Sunday night football against the Green Bay Packers. We heard from defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo, offensive coordinator Matt Nagy, safety Justin Reed, and special teams coordinator Dave Tope. We'll go in that order, starting with the Chiefs defensive coordinator, followed by their offensive coordinator. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Justin Reed and Dave Tope. Here's Steve Spagnolo. <laughs> Somebody yeah, that's, that's exactly right. I'm happy to be with the ones that are here. And with that, I'll open it up. How's that? Hey, I don't really have any. Uh... Go ahead. Hey, Steve. Uh, I just wonder how you've seen Drew develop the last yeah. year. Yeah. So. I'll tell you, um, to me, that might be one thing that goes unnoticed. Uh, I think the guys as a group are playing really well, um, except for that beginning quarter of the last game. I, I still can't forget that. But uh, what I think gets lost in the, the whole uh, translation here is that, you know, we lost a really good football player in Nick Bolton for a number of games here. And yet, I think I've said this before, we've slid Drew in there and really haven't skipped a beat in terms of, you know, having to cut things back, communication, you know, the back, you guys know that the back end and linebackers, you know, they got to be like this, the chemistry. And we didn't, we didn't lose that at all. And sometimes that happens. I mean, I've, I've been down that road before with a Mike linebacker who's been the communicator and the signal caller. We've lost them. And it takes a little while, but we didn't skip a beat with Drew. I'm really, we're really fortunate we got him. I mean, Brett Feach and his crew uh, identifying him as a player we could get, and then him being willing to come here and knowing that, you know, we had a lot of linebackers. But he's a team guy. I know that I know his teammates love him, and I, I love what he's doing for us. So I can't say enough about Drew. Did you grow up in like run fits or understanding what he's um, doing? That sort of thing? You know, I, you know, listen, I haven't had Drew for but this year. And, and immediately when he got here, I could see a cerebral player, and he plays really fast. Like, he is fast physically, but he plays fast. Uh, he reacts to things really well. Uh, I think he's developed in all facets of it. The most impressive thing to me has been that you can give a guy that much volume in the first year in any system, and he's kind of excelled. He hasn't gone backwards. That's been the impressive thing to me. Steve, you, uh, so many of the guys who were playing for you this year were drafted by some of them in lower rounds. Yeah. I mean, is it remarkable to you how you guys have seemed to hit on so many of your defensive draft picks, even guys who aren't yeah. first or second round guys? Well, I'll tell you what, um, I don't typically think of it that in terms until it, it's brought up and then I, you know, then I think about it a little bit now. But I will say this, it's, it's really good work in identifying some characteristics that we look for. And then I think it's really good development by coaches and teachers that are here developing those guys. I mean, if, if somebody's getting drafted lower and assuming the whole NFL world is accurate, that that's a lower round draft pick, and that person becomes something that we didn't think, then there's, somebody's doing something right. I'm talking about the coaching and the development. So, so our assistant coaches, I think, are doing a great job. But it began with Brett Veach and his staff identifying guys that and, – and the great thing about Brett is that – he, he is always communicating with us on what do you need, what fits for you, what kind of characteristics you're looking for. And that's been like that from the beginning. That's why I think he's one of the best in the business, because the collaboration with players is terrific. So what's different about how you guys do things here than maybe you've done it other places? Well, the, the, our side of the ball has been the same wherever I've been, because that's just what I believe in. And I know Andy uh, believes in the same thing, that we're really just teachers. 
and we've always identified good teachers. I'm talking about the guys that we hire as coaches, and I think that we have that. I know Coach Reed has always expressed that in guys that he's brought in here. That's the number one thing he's looking for. And I don't think we ever get away from, um, as a head coach, as coordinators, we ever get away from pounding the details and the fundamentals. It's not all about scheme. It's, it's more about all that stuff that we're talking about. And then I think that leads to the development of the players. I think he's. I think Felix is doing well. I know you're not. We're not seeing the numbers. And I, and you know, I talked with Felix the other day. He's got a couple of got a bunch of guys in front of him that are playing pretty good, uh, and that's kind of just what happened in his rookie year. But at some point here, you know, we don't want anybody to get hurt. But he's going to be called upon at some point to have to. He had a really. He didn't have very many plays last week. One sticks out that he did really, really good on, and then one he didn't do really good on. You know, and he knows that. But he's going to learn. I see him correct things. Like I've seen mistakes he's made, and whether it's in practicing games, and I, I see him get it corrected out on the field. So we we'll just hope he keeps doing that. I mean, are you comfortable with him in a bigger role if you like? If it happened, yeah, we'd slot him right in there. We wouldn't hesitate to stick him in there if we had to. Uh, but I do think the guys there that are playing right now have been doing a pretty good job. Uh, the second drive, the Raiders they came down. They had a fourth and one for twelve. Yeah. The field goal, they missed it. Oh, a few years ago, maybe like from the Cincinnati. They kind of hit you with a bunch of fourth downs, and it was kind of new. Now we're four years down the road, three years yeah. down the road. That's not new. Were you surprised they didn't with the success that they had? And it's not like the game turned because the big run yeah. happened out of the next round. But I mean, if I look at it from their point of view, if I'm over there with Antonio, I mean, that's a 50 50 call, right? Take Try to get to 10 to nothing, uh, or try to, you know, if you don't get it. I don't know. I, listen, that's purely a, probably a gut call. Now, were we prepared for them to go? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, we, we were prepared for that. And then when he didn't, you just line up and hope he misses it. But that's a pretty good field goal kicker. I don't, I don't think anybody expected him to miss it. But. And then kind of along the lines of what Alan was talking about, with, you know, what you guys do that's maybe different. Personnel-wise, Herm Edwards once said, you know, he called Dale Carter back in the day a my guy. And Marty went to him and said, he's your guy. You make sure he's yeah. he's doing everything right, he's not getting in trouble, colleague. He said, you can have two my guys on the team. Oh, two, two guys that might stray, but yeah, you yeah. got to make sure they don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Do you have a philosophy on? Uh, listen, my philosophy on that is I think I do think sometimes sometimes guys get knocked too far one way on a, on a lack of character thing. Like, like I, I just believe you need to identify football character, right, and and guys that are passionate about the game of football. I, I just think if they're passionate about the game of football and it's really important to them, that do, they'll do the other things to make sure that they're still able to play. Um, and listen, guys make mistakes as young. We all did, right? Um, I, I think you really got to identify the why somebody might be tabbed as a you know, lack of character. Because I, 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 I'm sorry, but I will say this, I, and I'm not going to say who they are, but I... I just I can go back and, and and think of draft boards, and these names are slid over here. Okay, we're not going to touch them. You know, fast forward four years later, and somehow, some way, I've either changed jobs or and we get that person. This this happened, and it was like, and after being with them for three or four months, it's like, wow, that's not what, that's not the person that we thought. You know what I mean? So, I think everybody's. I think you're able to work with anybody and everybody if they're passionate about what they're doing. Seems like you guys are catching Jordan Love when he's really starting to play yeah. well, figure things out. What have you seen maybe in recent weeks from from his state? 
I've seen a lot of uh, progress, but I will say this. Even when we played him in 2021 in that game, I was impressed with him coming out of that game. I never thought he got rattled. You know, I, we played really well uh, defensively, and we had some, some success, and they scored the one at the end. I give him a lot of credit for that. But I, I came out of that game saying that, that, that he had something, that you, you really couldn't rattle him. I thought we could, and I've seen I've seen him progress through that. And now I think they're kind of hitting a stride. I was telling our, our defensive back group this yesterday. Their wide receiver core is a little bit like our defensive backs were last year. Everybody was saying they they were young and they were rookies, like they're one or two year guys, right? And as the season went, and that's what that crew's doing. The quarterback and the wideouts. I think as the season has gone on, they get better and better. Let me ask you one about uh, the game last week. Chris Jones said after the game. He was like on the fourth down play, maybe didn't do exactly what he's supposed to do, but it worked out. The, the short one? Or the, yeah, the short one. And then we asked about it yesterday. He said, You guys hadn't gone to the take. I was just wondering if, because he was worried that you might be angry that he did the no, thing. No, no, he actually did the right thing. I don't know why he thought he did it wrong. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes he thinks he does it wrong and he's actually doing it right. No, both him, I thought him and um, Derek got off the ball really well, which allowed um, Drew actually to come free and get in the backfield and get the negative play. Um, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't give him a minus on that. So uh, he must have done something right. He might have been thinking of a different play. I don't know. Dave, I want to ask you. The last couple of weeks, you, Leo, you've had him kind of late rotate. Just how does that help you guys? Too? What do you mean late like, rotate? Like right snap, like oh, you know, that the offense line of taps, and then you kind of change the picture up on the offense, where you have guys kind of change the front up a little bit. Yeah, I mean we've got. I mean we take a lot of pride and spend a lot of time working on pre-snap looks. Um, and a lot of guys do it, not just Leo. Um, sometimes we do it, sometimes we don't. I mean, you can get caught the other way, too, on that. You get caught moving in a different direction. But that is part of some things that we do, and Leo's probably done a little bit of it. Um, I'm thinking of the plays that you're thinking of. I think sometimes he does that on his own, too, which is good. We tell those guys sometimes, you know, on certain calls, just a little independent movement, uh, and they, they do it on their own. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, we rallied up there over on the sideline at one point, and I had a list of about five or six things that happened on five or six key plays, and they were all, two or three of them were things that we had worked on, and we didn't do it like we did it in practice. And I just felt like, I just told my point was, is if you could just clean these up, you know, we won't be in the situation we're in. We've got to grind our way back. And I, to, to the guy's credit, I thought they did that. We kind of got back, you know, mentally. Uh, we had a couple of things that should have been handled a certain way and weren't, and we had done it in practice. It wasn't something that was new to them. So they kind of they shook it off, got the cobwebs out, and <clears throat> we got it right. It's not easy to do always, uh, but one thing that, that we always say, we talk about this, I almost always talk about it on a Saturday night. We just We believe that even when we get down, we should remain steadfast as a defensive unit and trust that we have a guy on the other side of the ball, namely, you know, the coach and all the players, when I'm talking about Patrick, right, that can always find a way to score some points. So we should hopefully never be out of a game, even if we faltered early. Uh, and we've lived, lived by that. Last one, Matt. Uh, kind of a similar question, but did you learn something about your group still young? Did you I, be resilient in that I moment? did. I, Tuesday in our meeting, um, I'm trying to remember exactly how I listed it, but, you know, I, I learned that, I mean, I, I said to them, I hope we've learned 
that when you're not on top of things mentally and doing like you practice that you can get beat. And then I also hope you guys learn that when we're down as a group, we're pretty good at rallying together, being gritty, you know, showing a little bit of character. And I think now nobody wants to go down 14 points and say we're going to win, but I'm hopefully if we face that again, at least we can fall back and say, hey, we've been here before. You know, let's do it the same way so we can use it. Okay? Thank you. All right, go ahead. Fire away. What, what are some examples of maybe something that you would trust Rashid with, you know, at this stage of where he's at that you wouldn't have, but maybe like in the beginning of the season? Um, well, I'll just, I'll start off with this with Rashid, and I've, I've said this going back to training camp is we talked about, we joke about him drinking water through a fire hydrant, and I still kind of um, every day when I'm watching him grow and what he's doing, uh, start with that. Like, where, where do you line up, right? Where do you line up? Where are you supposed to go? If you can eliminate um, that thinking part, number one, it's a start. But to within the play and routes, um, there's specific routes where, and, and a lot of it's probably more zone, where there is a feel, um, which he knows how to run routes versus zone. But I think you match it up with, how do you match that with what the defense is doing, which is can be unique and different every week, um, versus just saying, hey, go run this route versus air on zone, pretended zone. So him having more and more experience and more and more film to put on tape to watch himself and watch us run specific routes, um, you know, whether it is a shallow cross or whether it is, um, you know, some type of deep cross or uh, a, a sail route, all of those have a feel. And I think he's done a great job of, um, really creating his own way, and also watching these older guys, um, guys like Kelsey and Quez and these others, um, teach him how to get better at it. Was you been comfortable with the pack going to him with the ball, say, early on that third down play, the last touchdown of the game in Vegas the other day? Would you have been comfortable with that early in the season? Um, pro- probably uh, not right away early in the season because we didn't know what he could do. But now you have more, you have more uh, volume, more investment in seeing what he's doing. So it's probably fair to say not just Rasheed, but any rookie at that point in time early in the year, unless they're really doing things um, on another level, which is rare in OTAs and training camp. At that point in time, they're still trying to get lined up right in those plays. Now all that's happening. And, you know, you see he is he's playing more and uh, he's getting more reps. And with that comes more trust, uh, more experience. And so you just kind of put it all together. Where is uh, Isaiah Pacheco as a receiver? Mm-hmm. He does a good job. He's uh, uh, number one. He's always playing fast. Uh, He's got great hands, and that's a part of this offense, being able to have value in a, in a running back that can run between the tackles, run outside, but yet be a threat downfield and not just on whether it's read routes, flat routes, intermediate routes. So I like where he's at. Last couple of games, short yards, you guys have arrived a lot. Mm-hmm. How do you think you're flying? It, it's been better. Uh, it's been more effective. And, and whether you run or pass, we just want to convert it. So... Uh, you guys know that that's been an emphasis for us. We always try to attack uh, where we think we can be a little bit better and, and keep enhancing where we think we're, we're, we're playing well, but that's for sure. It's nice to be able to get those, uh, whether you run or pass, and I think a lot of it does come down to a mindset. There's going to be times when they make good plays, and, and, um, but in the end, we gotta, we got to execute, and we want to put them in good positions um, as coaches, and then we just got to try to execute. Not earlier in the season, Rasheed said that he did not want to be a robot. Mm-hmm. Um, can, you, can you sense that? Can, or, or is, is he coming along faster than you guys expected? 
Um, he's probably come along right where we need him to come along as far as that part. Uh, no wide receivers, no quarterback, no player in general wants to play like a robot. Um, when you're learning the offense, you probably feel like you are because you, you're trying to understand when you look at a playbook and you see a line in the playbook, uh, you want to run it like that. But then there's, there's a little... You know, the more and more you, you start running plays, you have less robot to you, and he's just having more plays, which is, allows him to say, okay, hey, I've, I've run this play seven times, um, and now I can put my little feel to it, which is not being a robot, versus early in the year, you haven't ever run it, so you're going to run that line. Yeah, in post game, he said that he told Patrick, uh, this is what I ran in college. Can we try to do it that way? Sure. Sure, yeah. And, Absolutely, and, and I think that's the beauty of Coach Reed and, and this offense is um, you you got to stay within the box and you can't get too crazy with it, but there's a feel to it too. You don't want to box players in. You want to allow them to, to do what they do well. And then I'll second that with Patrick. Like He's the best at wanting guys to be comfortable with what they do, and him and Kelsey have taken it to another level. That's like a different stratosphere, what they do. But younger guys coming in, new guys coming in, yeah, be comfortable. And, and and what that does is it makes Patrick adjust to some of that, and he's good. Now, we just as coaches got to make sure we corral it all and say don't don't get too crazy with this stuff. Matt, at this stage in the season, what do you feel the offense's identity is? Well, um, I would say it's a, it's a good mix right now of um, a, a run game that has improved the last couple of weeks, which helps the, the play pass. And then, you know, within the pass game, uh, we understand that the downfield shots hasn't been as explosive, but it's being efficient and scoring touchdowns and then being um, really, really good in situational football. So I think a few weeks ago, you look at red zone and we were struggling there a little bit. We weren't scoring points. Um, we were having some turnovers. We were few, several weeks ago, a couple months ago, you know, third down, third and short, third and one. So really locking in during the week of being good situationally, but scoring more points. And I thought we did that in the second half, too. We know that that was something we had to get better at, and we scored more points in the second half. And I know you have a lot of experience with it. What, is, what makes that Lambo experience so unique out there? Well, I mean, it's, it's such a huge part of football history, and, and just the, um, you know, everyone talks about the fan base. And my first game as a head coach was there on Monday night, or uh, Sunday night football, I think. So, uh, you know, I'll never forget that experience and that the, the electricity, but all players and coaches know it. It's a credit to them. I mean, when you're pulling in on the bus uh, to the stadium, it's like a college town, and, and so it starts there. But um, it's just, uh, you know, we all watch football growing up, and you all get to see what that environment's like. It's different in a good way, and, and uh, just have a lot of respect for them. What are the challenges their defense is going to provide yeah. for you guys? On they... Uh, to me, when I look at their defense, they do a lot of different things. And, and I know Coach Barry, uh, their defensive coordinator, has been there now for several years. I went against him in Chicago and when he was just got there. And um, But their players, they have really good players. And in his scheme, he does what they do well. And they're lengthy. They're, they're bookends there on the edge with uh, with Gary and, and Preston Smith. Um, and then with Clark on the inside. I mean, that front line there. And they got other guys too. But those are vet guys that have been there. Um, they, it starts there. Uh, with stopping the run, creating pressure for the quarterback. And then at linebacker, you know, they, they're, they're long and lengthy and they're fast. So the back end, they've had some injuries, but they got guys that um, you can see they know what to do. And, I, you know, they may get a couple vets back this week um, and may not. But um, 
they, they do a lot of different things that can try to cross you up and uh, they, they can make it difficult. But it always goes back to just let's do what we do well and let's make adjustments as we go within the game. But a lot of respect for that defense. Two more. Nate, I'm sorry. Um, Matt, if I could take you all the way back. From Patrick sort of seeing a receiver for the first time and sort of projecting, I guess, how good is he at that? And what was it like for you, I guess, um, back in early April when Patrick tells you, hey, I, I threw to Rasheed and he's in the draft and maybe we should, you know, target him a little bit more or at least put his, his input or his perspective on it? Yeah, it's always valuable. Um, Patrick is very much like a coach and, and, you know, and a GM when he sees talent. And so when, when he's able to, um, see these guys and see the talent they possess. Um, and then it's a matter of saying, okay, what do they do well and how do we f- help fit that into the offense? He has a great eye for that. Uh, our coach is doing It's a credit to, to Brett Veach and his personnel department and Coach Reed for, for finding Rasheed. And, um, you know, it, it does take time. And I think the exciting part that we look at it as a staff is um, this is just the beginning with him. And, and this is his rookie year, and we're seeing growth. We're seeing how to use him. But he can, he can get a lot better, which is great. And I think that's what Patrick sees. That's what we see. And are there still going to be some places where he makes a mistake or where he drops a ball because he's thinking or something? Yeah. But when you see him catch a, a shallow and take it, whatever it was, 40 yards down the sideline for a touchdown, you know, he's physical and he can do a lot of good things. Uh, I know you only got five snaps out of one and more, so you've got a chance to mm-hmm. see him. What did you, you see there, and what do you see in the practice? Where's yeah, I, I liked what Wanya did. I mean, coming in like that, um, those five snaps he had were good. They were physical. Um, you could see that uh, we saw that in college with him. So uh, another young rookie that is right now getting mental reps all year long and is preparing himself the right way for that moment. And he came in and did a great job. And I think it's probably a lesson more than anything for all these guys. If you're suited up and you're, you're there on that sideline, you better know what to do at any given moment. And... When your time comes and that opportunity comes, um, try to open up some eyes. And I think he did that. Take care, everybody. All right. All right. Take care. What's going on, guys? Hey, Justin. Good. Go for Justin. Cool. Uh, you guys are halfway through your prep or whatever. What do you see that this Packers team you're going to face? Looks like they're kind of getting some confidence as the season goes along. Yeah, um, I think they're developing really well. I think this is a whole new team than what we saw in the preseason last year. Um, Jordan Love has been developing really nicely. Um, you can see that all the mentorship he's taken from Rodgers is really starting to show on the field. Guy can throw the ball really well, and he's going through his reads and making the right throws. So um, they're rolling right now. So that's a good team. What was the, Justin, what was the kind of the attitude of the defense when it was down? Teams down fourteen to nothing in the first quarter the other day. Yeah, it was just getting back to ourselves, settling the nerves a little bit. Um, they came out and was jumping. On, they jumped on us early, which is it's a divisional game, you know. So they did some things to prepare, and you know they were ready to go and play. And then once we um, took that, we were able to settle back into who we are, um, offensively and defensively, special teams too. And then once we were able to settle our nerves, we were able to go out and be the dominant team that we know we can be. Um, so it's been an emphasis this week to make sure that we start the game out that way. Oh, man, to come into this defense and playing Mike Backer in all the different checks and coverages and responsibilities, getting the defensive line set the right way, um, making audibles and what coverages we're playing, where to send the pressures at based on the looks you're getting, it's a lot on the mental side of it. But then to also pair that with the physical ability to go in and um, attack centers, beat running backs on blocks, tackle tight ends, and 
Um, sometimes guard receivers, too. He's done a phenomenal job for us to be able to come in and do it. But that's the reason why we brought him here. Yeah, what did you see against the Raiders from him? The guy was just solid. Consistent, solid. Um, made all the right checks. Was fitting his gaps. Was a, was a solid tackler. Didn't make any mistakes in the entire game. Um, performed really well. And when you have your Mike Backer playing like that, and you have other guys also playing to that level, um, you, good things tend to happen. He played at Stanford and obviously Houston before Kansas City. Uh, Steve Spagnuolo, where do you see him and what, what do you make of him as just a football mind in, in general? Um, I mean, him and Coach Reed are right up there at the top, man. I mean, just just all types. Like, it, it's fun to be a part of it and to learn from them, but it's just so dynamic in the adjustments they make week to week. Every week is different. You're able to create different, unique pressures. Um, to really give different looks to opposing teams so that way they never know what's really coming at them. Um, this is, I say it all the time, one of the deepest playbooks, and it continues to get deeper because we're always putting in new plays. Um, and just to have the guys go out and perform it, when we perform what Coach Spags and his staff um, game plan throughout the week, um, we play really well, man. And that's shown up this year because we have the right guys to go and do it. But um, just a hell of a coach, um, both on the field but also – um, his level of care and commitment to his players is also what makes him such a fun guy to play for. You know, I seen a stat earlier. It's kind of like, kind of eerie how him and Rodgers had the exact same stats up until this point down to like the amount of passing yardage. Uh, I thought that was interesting. But he's been developing really, really nicely. Um, he's playing really well. He's playing at a high level right now. He can make all the throws. He can boot to his left, he can boot to his right, he can throw it downfield, he's smart enough to take the checkdowns when he needs to make the checkdowns. So he's playing well, and we're just going to have to try and get him off of his game. Are you a football nerd where Lambeau Field is a big deal, or is it just another field for you? Um, I actually did training camp over there when I was with the Texans, and that was really cool. We got to do the bike ride down um, with, with some of the kids. That was really, uh, that was really fun. Um, so I didn't only play a quarter in that game. So this would be the first game we get to play all the way through, so I'm excited about it. Thanks, guys. Cool. Justin, yep. What, uh, what do you guys, I heard some of the players talking yesterday, the turf maybe a little slick up there, something like that. What do you guys know about this? It's been uh, a while since y'all been up there. It's been a while since we've been there. Uh, I don't remember that. I mean, I've been there 10 times, you know, because you know, I was at the Bears for nine. And, uh, but I don't, I don't remember the field being that slippery, but I, you do see it on tape when you watch the tape. You see guys getting their feet outside the frame of the body and they, they slip out a little bit. So we just have to be conscious of, you know, we're our footing, you know, keep our feet up underneath our body. That's our coaching point. You're a big weather guy, of course. Weather. <laughs> yeah. like maybe some... It could be, like they said, the last I heard was, uh, you know, rain during the, during the day and possible snow, and then it'll clear up by kickoff time. So, I mean, that's, you know, it's going to be cool. I've been there that many times. I'm sure you've got some bad weather comes up there. What's no the question. you've seen? Uh, very, very cold, windy. You know, um, almost unbearable, you know, uh, but the Chicago was just as bad sometimes, you know, so it's um, very similar. What if any upside can Echo maybe provide your unit? Yeah, I mean, we're glad we got him on the 53. Uh, he, he provides a lot of speed. Um, that's probably the number one thing that you, you have with him. Uh, he plays a lot of the, obviously, the speed position, gunner, corner for us. Um, you know, hopefully he's up. You know, if he's up, then we'll use him. What are your overall thoughts right now just about your returners and, and what you kind of foresee right now? I know it's been mixing and matching. Yeah, right yeah we, you know, we've had some injuries, obviously, with McColl. We, we planned on using McColl, obviously, but then that changed. And 
you know, 19 got in there and he provided a spark. Uh, you know, and he's probably our most dynamic guy. I mean, it's easy to say that now, seeing what he can do. Um, you know, but he was banged up last week, and you know, I, I'm not sure how much I'm going to be able to use him. Richie's back in the mix, so um, you know, Richie, I felt good about before he got hurt early in the year. So, you know, it'll it'll be Richie James. You know, that's that's where we're at right now. Are you a uh, superstitious guy? Yes. It's Harrison. I don't want to talk about it. No, I'm not that bad. No, I just think he's he's doing well, and you know he's in a groove right now. We just keep it rolling. I don't want to talk about numbers or anything like that. It's it's solid right now. I mean, the protection's good, snap hold good, kicks good. Maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong or saying you're wrong. Um, we've got to practice. In fact, the balls are fluttering a little bit differently when uh, you're doing kickoff or punt return sort of stuff. Did you guys? Have a different Buckers, Buckers kicks. No, 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 just off the machine. Have, have, your, have you changed anything up with kickoffs or punt and to start with? The balls usually spiral when they come down. Well, well, because one day, I mean, one day we're kicking kickoff return, and those are end over end. It's, it's a, the jugs is able to change, so it's able to kick kickoffs or punts. When it's punts, it's it'll turn over. So that's that's the difference. It mixes it up to get the guys a different. Yeah, way. to make it even simpler, on Wednesday we do kickoffs, and on Thursday we do punt returns. So. <laughs> Ever uh, look at the numbers? I know, like where Harrison is. I'm not talking about the, that stuff. We, I'm not talking about his career numbers and everything. Is are you one of the defensive motivators? Uh, at the end of the year, we always, you know, you look back at that stuff. But I don't, I really don't talk about it. You know, with him. I mean, I just want him. He's in a good place right now. I just want to keep it there. Guys you know, are I, kicking over 90 percent now. I mean, what, what's, yeah. what's been the biggest change to the? I mean, I remember 80 percent used to be. Yes, I mean, it, you know, and <laughs> no question. I mean, there, there's no question that the kickers and punters have gotten better over the years. That's why all the rules are changing, catching the ball inside the 10, and, you know, all those things are changing because the kickers and punters are so good, and they just keep getting better and better every year, just like the athletes get better, you know, the corners and safeties and wideouts get faster. And um, it's, it's the same thing's happened with the kickers and punters. They're, they're bigger now, right? Like they're bigger, they're, yeah. I mean, no, the, <laughs> this, this week we're playing a, a – a, a six-five guy and a six-three guy. I mean, those are those are their guys. I mean, they're taller than Bucker. Bucker's one of the biggest. So, um, you know, yeah, they're bigger type guys that can bang the ball, and it's impressive. Is, is that the biggest thing you think? That the athleticism is. Like, yeah, I think the athleticism. You know, and, and you know, on the skill level in college, they're learning. Coaches are learning more, and the, the development of the kickers, it's 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 getting way beyond. You know, there's there's uh, you know camps that these guys go to, and all that stuff really helps. End of the first half, you guys were pinned back on a kickoff. Can you just speak through that play? Jack making a big tackle uh, after the Watson penalty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, it starts with Bucker. I mean, kicking off from the 20, he kicks a huge kick all the way down to the five-yard line with hang time. Gave us a chance to get down the field. Uh, you know, it's a 100% return situation there. So we talked about that in the huddle, and those guys really did a good job. Jack, in particular, beat his man, got out, and uh, you know made it so where he couldn't bounce or hit it up the middle. And, and that was a great tackle, solo tackle. Last one, Matt. Uh, Coach, you talked about Richie a little bit. His kick return kind of got everything going in the second quarter. Yeah. I know you were excited about him back in camp. Now you finally have him back. How good is it to have him back? Yeah, it's it's good to have him back because he, he can do both. He's a guy that I depend on. He's solid catcher. Um, you know, I think he's going to keep getting better. I mean, we're into return. I always tell you guys, this is return season now. we got five cold games in a row coming up here, You know, starting with Green Bay, and it's – um, you know, we're going to get a lot of returns. We're going to get the ball kicked to us. Um, squib kicks could happen. 
um, you know, and, and then we got to cover kicks too. So, you know, if, if Bucker can't hit a touchback, I mean, they're going to try to return it, particularly this team, because uh, they have the green light to, to come out. I mean, Nixon is, is excellent. He'll come out five to eight deep sometimes. So, you know, we have to be ready uh, for that. Um, but, yeah, we're excited that Richie's you know, back and in the fold and healthy and good to go. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. All right, thanks.